radical life. Hey, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yay. Again, here we are again. A moment with the most. Another moment. Say, today's topic is commandment. It is. Yes. So a command is an order. It's a compelling task given to an inferior. And when you put meant at the end of command, you get commandment. It makes sense. And a commandment is a divine rule that must be obeyed, especially one handed down by God. Hmm. So immediately you say the word commandment, what comes to your mind? The Ten Commandments. The Ten. Yes. The Big Ten. And we are going to talk about those today. The Big Ten. The Big Ten. Do you mind if I give a little history? Go for it. All right. So God took the Israelites out of Egypt. Egypt, out of slavery. When they left Egypt, I mean, they're pulling out. Think about it. They've loaded up the truck and they've moved to Beverly, (laughs) right? right? So they've loaded up their trucks. They loaded up their wagons being pulled by oxen and donkey right and, and they're happy and, they're jubilant well they gotta be they just yeah. were free and they get all this gold from the egyptians because god says right you know ask them for it and he opens up their hearts and they give them all this stuff right so they're headed out and in their minds they just got to be thinking because the kids are asking are we there yet okay <laughs> yes. so they're trucking across the desert mm-hmm. no we're not there yet we're in the desert they're very this impatient. is not what we're called to we're not called to the desert we're called to a land flowing with milk and honey, and mm-hmm. it's just going to be incredible. We're going to get to our new house, and we're going to set up the trampoline and the pool in the backyard, and it's just going to be groovy gravy, man. It's just going to be unbelievable, and talk as they're going those first few days and come up against the Red Sea, and they're going, okay, now what, Moses? I mean, are we going to build a boat? Are we going around this thing? What's next? And then they hear the chariots of the Egyptians coming at them. They see the miracle of the parting of the sea. They do. They walk through it. Then they turn around and the Egyptians are all buried in the sea. God causes the water to come back down. And they cross the Red Sea. They come to Mount Sinai. It took them three months to get to Mount Sinai. And did you know that as soon as they got there, the Lord called Moses up to the mountain and he actually gave him the Ten Commandments, which are listed in Exodus 20. So... The Ten Commandments came early in the 40-year journey. So God calls him up there. He gives him the Ten Commandments. And then in Exodus 21 through 23, he also gives him some other stuff. And he puts them all together in what they call a book of the covenant. And I learned all this because I was doing the blood of Jesus from our podcast series on the Mm -hmm. attributes of Jesus. And so they put together this covenant and the people say, we'll do it. Whatever you say, God, we'll do all those Ten Commandments and all those stipulations. And they put blood over it and they do this agreement. So from the time they leave Egypt, three months, they get to the mountain. Moses immediately, you said, goes up the mountain. He gets called up there and he gives them the Ten Commandments and and those extra stipulations. The Big Ten. And they put them in a book of covenant. All right. And that's what they agree to do with God. Then, as soon as they finish that, God calls Moses up to the mountain again. And he's up there 40 days and 40 nights. And during that time, he gives them other instructions like how to make the tabernacle and its furnishings, priestly garments, duties, all these other stuff. And God puts it on a stone tablet front and back. And it's written by the finger of God. So somebody goes, hey, if Moses will just get back down here any minute now, we can take off and we can be there. Time for supper in our new place. And Moses goes up 40 days mm-hmm. goes by 40 days that I'm sure to most had to have felt like forever. 
Like you walk into English class, you walk into algebra, you walk into whatever classes, the, the hard class for you at school, and you sit down, you look at the clock and go, okay, it's a 45-minute class. And when I sit down in algebra with 90 minutes ahead of me, it seemed like forever. Yeah. Those 40 days had to have felt like they didn't for want to stop ever. for 40 stop. days. They wanted to keep going. They wanted to go. They wanted to get there. But we know from hindsight that that 40 days has significance. Jesus was in the desert 40 mm-hmm. days and 40 nights too. So as many as may not understood why they stopped, for those then that had to have seemed like forever, there had to have been an equal part or some that went, no, we're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a purpose in this stop. Yeah. So... Moses has gone a long time, 40 days and 40 nights, and what do the Israelites do? You know the story? I feel like I saw a movie on it once. (laughs) And what do they do? They build an idol. They break one of the commandments. 40 days later, they're having a big party, building an idol, and they're worshiping it and dancing around it. And while God's up there with Moses, God says, you better go down there. They're doing it. They're breaking my laws. I feel like destroying them. Moses talks them out of it. He comes down. He takes the tablet we've seen, right? Yes. And he breaks it. And you know, when God saw them just rebelling within 40 days after they made a vow with him, God always keeps his side of the agreement. Right. We don't. Right. He promised to take care of them and lead them and everything. And they were supposed to, in return, submit and be loyal to him and obedient and trust him. Moses comes back down. Again. And in that time, when he gets to the bottom of the mountain, he's got the commandments. His hair is longer. His hair is grayer. It's whiter. He's shining. Oh, he did shine brightly. Yeah. And he comes back, and there they are. They had built an idol. When he saw it, he was just like, threw down the tablets, and they shattered into pieces, it says. And this is what really surprised me. Then he has to go back up to the mountain a third time. Did you know he went up there three times? I did not know that. Is the third time a charm? The third time's a charm. He has it all written down again. And then they put the Ten Commandments in the Ark and Covenant and carried it around with them. And I just wanted to bring that history up because you think you've read the Bible. Right. Because it just kind of shocked me. Like, I've read the Bible through many times and I've read Exodus, but I didn't know he went up there three times. Right. (laughs) You can always learn something new when you read the Bible. Every time. So don't think you read it once and you know it. You don't know it all. Right. So we're talking about this because of the word commandment. We are. And I'm just giving some history because what I want to do is now go over these commandments. Jesus reduced the Ten Commandments into two commandments. Right. And that is written in Mark 12, 28 through right. 31. Okay. So there's a couple words here. When you think of commandment, the Ten Commandment, you got the word command You've got the word commander, who's the one who gives a command. I mean, God is the commander in chief. He is the all and all, the Lord of lords, the king of kings. The commander gives a command. I mean, think about it. A command that comes from a commander. So does God have the right to command us to do anything? Wow. I mean, you just go so deep, so fast. (laughs) I just want to say this. If we're going to read Mark 12, and if we're going to read John 13, There are two words that get put in front of commandment that immediately Mm. should grab our attention. Mm -hmm. Because not only do we have the Ten Commandments, but Jesus shows up. God himself shows up on planet Earth and in his adult ministry says, I give you this 
greater than or greatest commandment. Yes. There's not only commandment, but there's the greatest commandment. Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. So Jesus talks about the greatest commandment. Mm -hmm. And then in John 13, he talks about a new commandment. So that means all the other ones are, in comparison, old. Get the old commandments. <laughs> There's still commandments, but you got this new commandment Jesus said, I give to you. So let's go ahead. Let's start with the John 13, the new commandment. Okay. Let's start with the new one. And then we'll go to the greatest one. John 13, 34 and 35, a new command, Jesus says, I give to you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. That's what Jesus said right there. Then he goes on to say, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love, love one, one another. another. There we go. We got the new commandment. So does that mean with a new commandment that we don't have to do the old commandments? I would say that these commandments, like the Bible says, that what we should do with them is we should write them on our hearts. They should be on our hearts. They should be in our mind. It says that we can even write them down in different various places. Like write them in the back of your hand. Well, some people think that now that we're under grace. Right. We're not under the law because the Ten Commandments were a part of the law. Right. That now that we're under grace, under this new commandment, we don't have to obey right. the Ten Commandments. So you get pulled over by a policeman <laughs> for speeding. Right. He has a little talk with you, and because he shows you mercy, he shows you grace, he just gives you a warning. Go your way. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. Be careful. Drive safe. A lot of crazies out there. <laughs> but go your way. So you get back in your car and you go, whoa, he was merciful. Yeah. He showed me grace. You get back in your car and you just kick it down and you speed again. You just, wah, you take off faster than ever because, hey, I'm in an era of grace. That policeman showed me grace and I'm in a, I'm in a new time. I'm in grace. So, no, the law is still there. He said, I did not come to abolish the nope. law. Nope. I came to fulfill, fulfill it. it. Actually, when you read the Ten Commandments and then you read what Jesus says about the Ten Commandments, yes. he actually makes it even harder so... If we're supposed to love one another, he doesn't just say love one another. Boom. He says, love one another as I have loved you, which magnifies. Right. We're not just to love. Oh, I love you. Da, right. da, da, da. You're supposed to love as he loved. He died. Right. For us in love. We're supposed to love like that. We think we can just get away with not doing things because we feel like we're under grace, but he was like, what's important in your heart is equally important than the outward things you do. For example, he says, thou shall not commit adultery, right? So you think, I've never slept with anybody. I'm good. Right. But he says, no, even if you have a thought of lusting after a woman, right. you've broke that commandment. So he makes it even harder. He says, not only do you need to obey the law, but you need to be, obey it even further than you thought you needed to obey it because you're in sin if you yes. just have a lust after a woman. And he does the same thing with so many of the other commandments. He says, thou shalt not murder, right? Well, I haven't killed anybody. But even if you think a bad thought against your brother, he right. says, it's an inwardness. I had a bad thought about somebody once. Did you? Well, no, it's a lie. I have bad thoughts about people all the time. What really upset me last night, we watched this show about a lady who didn't like her mother-in-law and was actually talking about plotting to poison her and kill her. And I was just sitting there thinking, oh, that's so really Where was I during this? Evil. I think you were dozing. <laughs> okay. 
Because I remember nothing yeah, with no. somebody who was plotting against. No, she was. And okay. it just kind of broke my heart because yeah. we don't understand right. internally what we're doing. That is murder. And you yeah. know, it's very funny. You, you said something that there were words before these commandments and they're thou shalt not. Right. Don't do these things. Yeah. Um, you don't just break commandments. You don't just break the law. God knows the repercussions of these breakings. Yes. Where it leads, what it does, the damage that it causes. So for us to take lightly a command, that's not smart. We need to be wise. We need to be smart about taking what God has said. I mean, we need to take God much more seriously than we do. I've heard it said that man takes himself too seriously and literally laughs at God. He doesn't take what God says serious enough. No. We should be taking God more seriously at what he says. Mm-hmm. And we should laugh a whole lot more at our thoughts, our ways, because we're wicked. We're yeah. bad. I mean, I said, you know, hey, I had a bad thought about somebody once. I think I have bad thoughts about people very often. Mm-hmm. I want to say hourly when I am out doing my work, when I'm out driving around, when I'm out mm-hmm. doing my thing, when I'm with people and without people, my brain goes to some wicked places. It just goes, what? And I just catch myself, I go, what am I thinking? This is just stupid. This is bad of me. I need to take God's conviction on my heart very serious. And when I think, oh, so much of myself, I need to just realize, hey, don't take yourself so seriously and take God incredibly serious. He doesn't give commandments to harm us. No. He doesn't give it to punish us. He does it for our good. He does it for the one and he does it for the all. So whatever God speaks is for one and all. If I obey his command, it affects me and all those around me. And everyone around you. Absolutely. I heard Dr. Jeremiah explain it like this. You have a life ahead of you. Imagine a field. But that field is full of mines. Right. It's a minefield. If you don't take God's path, you're going to hit a mine. Right. And it's going to lead to death. Yes. If you follow God's commandments his laws his everything putting him first in your life doing all those things then he will lead you to through and around all these minefields because when you do these things that hurt you and harm you there are consequences it's destructive do you want to read that other verse yeah i thought i would uh yeah Read the uh, one in Mark 12, verse 28 through 31. Here we go. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing this, Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked them of all the commandments, which is the most important. The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. A lot of people say the first one, love the God with all your heart, soul, and mind, covers the first four commandments, which are to have no gods before me. He needs to have the highest priority in your life. Nothing else. If there's anything else that is above God in your life, it doesn't belong You're there. missing the mark. He has to be your top priority. Right. Even your religious traditions can't be more important than your relationship to God. The next one is don't make idols. God's very jealous of us. He wants all of us. Yeah. He wants all of our attention, all of our love to go to him. Um, you shouldn't misuse his name. 
this is like super important. Right. Make sure you don't profane his name or swear falsely by it. Right. Do not Ooh. use the name of the Lord God in vain. Don't. This is a commandment. This is really serious. And the fourth one is remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Yes. So those are like the top four for loving God with all your heart, soul, right. mind, and strength. Now, some people think they don't have to obey that Sabbath one. They like to pick and choose certain ones out. Right. And I personally yeah. don't feel you, you can like take one out. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's treated like it's more, it's just a good suggestion. Yeah, they're not the 10 suggestions. Right. I think with this one, you can prove God, like just like he says to prove him with money. Right. If you tithe, he says, test me on this. Yes. I'll show you. You tithe, you give an amount, and I will bless you. I believe if you rest and keep the Sabbath day holy, you'll get everything done you need to get done. That's happened to me so many times at work. Either a deadline will get delayed or I won't have to do something. God will bless you if you honor him in this way. Yes. And the other commandments go along with love your neighbor as yourself, right? So honor your parents. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't bear false witness. Don't lie. And don't covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. Don't desire something with evil motivations hey here's something that i've found it helps with coveting if you do see something your neighbor has and you really want it just tell them you like it just say i really like that that's a really cool thing here's what i found happens they're going you know what i have no plan for that you want it it's yours take it you're like what it really cuts down on coveting when you get it yeah it depends on what you're coveting if you're coveting their boat or their cattle well i'll guarantee you i would never i would never (laughs) covet their boat because i've i've had eight of them in my life and i found you know that was a bad example for you yeah (laughs) two happiest days of a boat owner's life the day Mm -hmm. you buy and the day you sell yeah right boat stands for bust out another thousand coveting goes along with our podcast on contentment right just need to be content with what yeah. you have and not be envious and right. coveting things. That's a landmine. You yeah. don't want to go to these landmines. And when a temptation comes into your mind, you need to deal with it. Right. Don't allow thoughts to grow. There is a verse I wanted to read, James 1, 14 through 15. All right, James 1, 14, 15 says, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. That's why we need to obey these commandments. But the Lord is really looking in our hearts that we want to obey these commandments in our hearts, that it goes deeper than just an outward obedience. Right. It starts in your mind. Right. It starts in your heart, your desire to love God. If you love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you won't want to do these things you won't want to do anything that displeases god you will want to honor him we don't want to be like the israelites that in our impatience and in our fleshly desire we just go and do i mean jesus died on the cross for us yeah he gave us everything for us Mm. god delivered them out of slavery and jesus has delivered us yes out of our slavery to sin you know as we go through this As we talk about the commandments, as we talk about God's command, Mm -hmm. the greatest, the new, and as we get this into our lives, into our heart and into our head and into our habits, as we get them in our heart, head, and habits, Habits. 
to me, it just seems like this should be a part of a radical life. It's a radical life. Woo! Radical life. Thank you for listening today to our new Radical Life Support podcast series, A Moment with the Most. We can be contacted at rickandrobinmo at gmail.com. You can find us every Tuesday on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So if you like what you're hearing and think others will benefit, please share our podcast with your friends and family to get the word out. We want to touch and help as many listeners as possible. And for your convenience, we are listed on Apple Podcast, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Spotify. You can download one of those apps and search for us on Radical Life Support so you won't miss a single episode. All of our podcasts are also listed on our host website at https colon backslash backslash radicallifesupport.buzzsprout.com. Talk to you next week, sharing another moment with the most.